What's up, people? Air Talks in here. Only talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. Not a lot of people listen to my spiritual things, but uh, I've been reaching back to my childhood. What I've been, what I used to do since I was a young and a little boy, and I think that's what brings me happiness. You know what brings me happiness is basketball, man. Basketball brings me happy, all aspects of it. And my and my grandma, she knows I love basketball. And you know, she I got one of them grandmas that want that want to see me go pro type deals. So you know when I didn't go pro it was like a slap in the face, you know. But real life said what's up and there wasn't no way I could deny it. I couldn't stay on that straight path and do that dream life and become that. Even though I spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours practicing, really, I was really good. I'm still good because I, I use more brains than athleticism. It wasn't just about being the fastest or strongest or the tallest. It's about being agile for sure, but it's about being mentally will. As far as as far as like, ain't nobody gonna out rebound me. <clears throat> ain't nobody gonna outsmart me. Nobody gonna um. You could, yeah, they gonna outscore you, but anybody gonna beat me just win, you know. And you could apply that to real life. It's really just a mental game when it gets past the strength and all that. Because in the fourth quarter, you could be the strongest, but eventually you get tired. In the in the end of the season. You can be the best player in the world, but if you got the lowest, lowest amount of wins, you don't get to say you won anything. So it becomes a, a mental game, then it becomes a stamina. I use a lot of stamina when I play. I like to work on my stamina. So that means not trying to go out, start off like, you know, rushing full speed. Cause that by the end of the game, you don't have no win. You know, you making stupid mistakes. Not using using all your mental capacity to yell and scream and holler. By the end of the game, you quiet, nonchalant, and have no meaning for the game. I used to play that way. I never played arrogantly, but I knew that I was going to hurt myself and I was going to be able to go four quarters, you know, and I didn't believe in losing too much. I didn't, you know, I didn't just go with the flow. It seemed like when I was playing, I would go with the flow, but I ended up doing a lot of things to win games and, you know, I didn't score the most, but I did win a few games, man. And uh, 
that shit is exhilarating. I still, I still think about that shit now. Knowing shit get tough, and it applies to real life, which is awesome. But I'm gonna be talking more about basketball. I'm gonna be talking about a lot more about sports, basketball. Um, check out my website because now I'm selling sports memorabilia. I'm gonna start a collection. I already have a nice size collection already, but I want you guys to check it out. A lot of stuff is up for sale already. If you don't buy sports memorabilia, still share it and view it. Show some love. Thank you so much. What's up, people? Ed Talks. Here is a subject. Look, I'm talking about the top players from Duke. Who are my personal favorites? And who consensus has as number one and two? Consensus has Christian Leitner, Grant Hill as the top two players ever play at Duke. Can't argue that. <laughs> Big fan of Grant Hill. Grant Hill is a player that my mom and daddy like. Grant Hill played before my time. But he still played a little bit during my time because I'm a Landis baby. So I did get to watch Grant Hill play not too much of Christian Leitner. But the, the players that I enjoyed watching from Duke was Cal Singler, Gerald Henderson, Sheldon Williams. Those were some of my favorite to watch, especially J.J. Reddick. Kind of remind me of one of the pioneers for the ones throwing up all those crazy three-point shots. He was definitely at Duke, so he got plenty notoriety. And um, he still ended up in the NBA being more like a classical three-point shooter. You know... He's one, he runs around the pick, the screen, does all that, and then shoots the three. Nowadays, because J.J. Reddick played it around the time, like, I was, like, our generation was getting hot. Now the next generation is here. And now it's just run up to the three-point line and shoot the ball. Or now it's like a double screen for one player. And he shoots the ball. Even if it, nobody even touches him. The defender, he steals in his face. He's still in his face. He still shoots the ball. That wouldn't have been that acceptable maybe five, ten years ago. So, 
Yeah, top players I like from Duke was those guys. I like Marvin Bagley. I haven't really watched him play, but I know he's more of like a paint player. I did get to see him at Duke. <clears throat> he's more like a paint player. He dunks on people. And then, who else just came out? Cam Reddish. And then Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett. They're going to be very interested to see play in the NBA. And then you should hear all the chatter of the card collectors that's waiting for September. Because they're saying it's mid-September. The new cards are drop. They have R.J. Barrett, um, Zion Williamson on them. Cam Reddish and all the other um, players in the draft. I definitely will be getting my hands on some of that gear because um, depending on how some of their seasons go, it'll be very valuable um, during the end of the season, obviously, to see who's going to win Rookie of the Year. Yesterday, Luke Doncic wins Rookie of the Year, so that's good. And then Giannis, the Greek Freak, wins the MVP and um, Most Improved Player goes to Pascal Siakam, play with the Toronto Raptors since they won this year. Um, but I think one of my favorite players that I've seen on Duke was, it had to be either, either Marvin Williams or Gerald Henderson, because they was comparing him to Grant Hill, and he played smart. He played like a genius. He was really, really good. Something tells me the Bobcats, I think the Bobcats drafted Gerald Henderson. And um, he just had like a nonchalant year. Yeah, he, um, yeah, it says here he was the 12th pick overall to the Bobcats. I remember that. <clears throat> um, oh, his career ended this year. Wow. Gerald Henderson was one of my favorite players to watch in NCAA. And that's one, that's one of my things. NCAA basketball is my, one of my favorite things to watch. Especially the second half. The first half, I could care less about. But the second half, if it's a blowout, I don't want to watch it. No. If we team up 20 points, 15, 20, 30 points, I'm not interested. But if it's in that 10-point range or it's in that 5-point range, that's my favorite to watch. But I'm going to just be honest. 
the the favorite my favorite players watching to watch from Duke is either Gerald Henderson or Kyle Singer. Kyle Singles was fun to watch too. Um, JJ Riddick was really fun to watch. Um, it's always interesting watching them play UNC. This year was really cool. Zion Williamson was pretty cool watching play at Duke, man. That shit was awesome because they haven't had any rim rim rockers that you know, the ones that jump way above the backboard. They ain't had that in a in a while. And to have two players like that, three with Cam Reddish, that's pretty good. And he's he's a, he actually got drafted to Atlanta. So he gonna be playing in the NBA in Atlanta. Um Zion's going to New Orleans. And RJ Barrett is going to New York. My predictions on that is I believe RJ Barrett is gonna do really good. You gotta think every young draft, every young player that's drafted that goes to the Knicks with that type of skill, they always play good. Cause they don't have no pressure about trying to make the playoffs. They ain't got no pressure too much about the money, you know. Cause the Knicks are gonna pay them big money. But the only thing is, some telling me I'm a big fan of Tracy McGrady. Some telling me R.J. Barrett is gonna be is gonna be like Tracy McGrady. He might not be as smooth as Tracy McGrady, but he might get on that level. Tracy McGrady was a lot taller, I would think. He had to be around 6'6", six, 6'8", six, six, though. And Tracy McGrady was, man, he that's a baller. He had one of the greatest highlights in NBA, in the NBA, beating the San Antonio Spurs. With all those three points. When he played with Yao Ming, it was crazy. He was just, you know, his this clutch his clutch game was crazy. The last minute shots was awesome. I don't know how Zion gonna do, but I know he's gonna jump over that rim when they throw them alleys. I'm thinking more like he gonna end up being more like Brandon Bass, you know, Brandon Bass just was an awesome rebounder. Still is. Awesome rebounder. And just always at the rim. Just always dunking. Always dunking. Always shooting free throws. That type of player. So, we will see. Hey, I appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you check out my website. I'm selling sports memorabilia, legend cards, and up-to-date 2018-2019. I'm 
want y'all to check that out. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. What's up, people? You know, if I had to make a choice between being a permanent fan for Duke or being a permanent fan for UNC, you know, that kind of remind me of, like, being in the middle of a gang war, but you don't want to jump in each side because it's dangerous. Only thing is, <clears throat> it's college. It's not like, you know, the nerds or the students at Duke or UNC is going to, you know, hurt you or something for room for one. But I believe it is that serious when it comes to alumni. I think it's a very serious um Rivalry when it comes to sports. <clears throat> but um, if I had to make a choice, this year I knew Duke was going to be the better, better squad. But I always root for UNC. I'm a big fan in the rivalry. Between those two, I'm a big fan of UNC. I never did like the Blue Devils, the the name Blue Devils anyway. So I always have been a fan of the Tar Heels when they face off. But they go at it, man. They go at it. And I just, you know, want to put that out there, following up on, you know, talking about Duke. Duke is one of the number one search uh, topics when you search basketball on Google or on the internet Duke is one of the top search Kentucky and UNC so what better topics to talk about than Duke and UNC